All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good afternoon, everybody. It is another episode of the Real Life Podcast brought to you by our friends at Rig Hand Distilleries. We are sitting in an office in Little Brick, which is conveniently freezing now yeah, because it is cold out. Part of 1902 HVAC bag milk is that it is hot in the summer and cold in the winter. Oh, we need to preface um, the temperature situation so we don't deter people from coming to Little Brick. It's very busy out there right it's now. It's just the office. It's, and nobody it's, listens to but this. But everyone needs to know the nuances of why we in the office have to suffer. So 1902 house, <laughs> 1902 technology. We have one thermostat that lives outside in the cafe where all the action is. So there's there's humanity in there and there's lattes being made. And, and a kitchen. And, and breakfast sandwich, delicious breakfast sandwiches just shooting out of the kitchen. <laughs> and that's where the, the, that's where the thermostat, that's the temperature that it measures whether it should kick in the 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 furnace or not so if it's warm in there and it's cold outside we're gonna freeze in here because we're they they, this this house assumes it's the same temperature as the cafe so we're in this like weird little like purgatory so some would say hey get a second thermostat and a second furnace and do all that shit and i say hey wise guy 
What are you made of money? Exactly. Yeah. You just got furnaces falling out of your pocket. Yeah. What do you hear from the HVAC industry? So yeah. So that's the thing. So little brick warm office, always cold or hot in the summer. They can open up the doors and the windows out there. We're stuck in this office, so it gets sweltering hot because we have nowhere for the heat to go. Meanwhile, they're enjoying themselves in the cafe. Okay. I, I like to think it like it was 115 years old when we bought it, Jay. Mm-hmm. And I like to think 115 more years can go into making sure everything's perfect. In 115 years, we can have a second thermostat. And there you maybe. Go. Yeah. Didn't happen for the first 115 maybe years. Maybe some air conditioning. And also, I want to shout out, not shout out, plead to Epcor. Epcor, we need your help. Yeah, we need some power upgrades so we can plug in some plug in more things, literally, including AC. Do you know the story of that, Charles? What what we're waiting on to do our renos here? Uh, no, not exactly. Yeah, good, it's a podcast. If you said yeah. yes, I'd be like, hey man, that's not very nice. I'm trying to no, make some content here. <laughs> so <laughs> when we first took over Little Brick, we thought that we were going to make like a general store, and we had like visions of like selling cheese and milk and all right, these wonderful right. things that people down here in Riverdale need. Yeah, the power to the building. We have to upgrade. So we rewired the whole house, which was shady AF. Like you can imagine they're like, oh, electricity. What a novel new fad. We don't need to do this well. People won't be using this in five years. And then like 600 different hodgepodge renos on this old girl. Wires on top of wires on top of wires on top of wires. Oh, yeah. And we put in a whole new panel. I think it's. Yeah. Yeah. We took took it from. Yeah. Initially, we took over the house at 60 amps. So if you plugged in a lamp, you're a trip in the breaker. Yes. And we know we've got these high powered. Uh, espresso machines and coolers for the for the eggs and stuff, which we started with, yeah. but we kept running out of juice. Get tripping everything in here. We'd right. be tripping. Remember back in the Blue Chicago days when we'd knock out the wire, the the fuse? Then, like the middle of the dance floor, the whole oh place yeah, the whole blow. place goes. Black. And then we're over there, pin drunk with a flashlight, <laughs> trying to know how to reset the breakers. Yeah, I do remember that. It, it hasn't was, changed I, one bit, except there's no dance parties in here. It's like old ladies having really expensive lattes, and we didn't have cell phone lights. Because mm-hmm. there was two, there was no lights on phones. That's right. Those so are the olden days. Find a flashlight. So why have you guys already had it upgraded once from sixty? We got it sixty to hundred. Now we need a hundred to two hundred, mm-hmm. uh, and that's where this this situation happens because it requires the transformer itself to be upgraded. So how far away is that? So one day I'm sitting in this office here, and the doors open or yeah. the windows open, and there's a guy digging a trench to the transformer, which is like right outside our window. Right. And so I'm like, whatever, living my life. And then I just hear like this string of French swear words. <laughs> like there's a guy losing his shit in the yard. It wasn't going to that transformer? No, it's like down the street. And, yeah. oh. and all this is hilarious. So it has to be down the street. Yeah, because the transformer that's right out here is Telus's. So, hey, Telus, maybe let us plug into your transformer. We just tell us have power? Well, that's a transformer, and I'm assuming there's power associated to it somehow. What is it powering? I don't know. All this Dial is black internet? magic to me. Yeah, so... Yeah, now the, the the transformer we need to plug into is like way down the alley over there. Does and it over cross there, the no street? one knows what the hell I mean. But like, it's probably two hundred to three hundred, no, three hundred to four hundred yards away. So we're required to upgrade that. So this is yeah. Everyone's gonna think we're doing a cry for help right now, but I'm saying, hey, Epcor. You literally started this off by saying, help me, Epcor. Help me, Epcor. <laughs> That's a cry for help by definition. Help us. I'm What's, crying. Where is it stalled? We're trying to trick Epcor oh. into not making us pay. There's a, oh, wow. there's a sticker yeah. shock when you were given the price to upgrade it. It actually equates to like, it triples the budget that we had to do the reno in the basement to do what we need to do. So it it itself is two times uh, more expensive than the renovation itself. You did that with like how to talk about betting. 
Yeah. You didn't say the amounts. You just gave relative terms. Exactly. That's good. I did like and that. speaking about betting, which we'll get to in a bit, I went two for three this weekend. No big deal. So in the basement, we're going to put in the podcast studio for this. You yes. and I are going to make the magic happen. Yep. And then the rest of the basement here is 1902 crawl space that yeah. got excavated at some point in the last 116 years. We're going to put in big coolers under and down in there for the restaurant. Yeah. Which is going to take so, a lot of power. A lot of power. Yeah. And then we can start selling cheese. Which is, I'm told, the way to make a the big cheese. Big salary. Yeah. <laughs> we get increased capacity and hours. Like we literally have got this thing timed to the second. Like if we're open till 4:01 in the summer, we'll run out of officially everything. We bring in just enough because that's yeah. all we can hold. Yeah, and we sell just enough to make it to the next day. So come on, Epcor. <laughs> Look it up. Bask in, the Sask. Bask in the Sask. The Sask is but a hundred yards away from here. It's gonna You're be a lot. Harder I'll change my name to Epcor legally if they make this bill go away. Hundred percent. It's gonna be a lot harder to tra- uh, trench it over in the winter too. They need to get on this. Oh dear. Oh dear. I never right. thought of that. All right. All right. I'm on it. Epcor, I'm <laughs> not, coming not for you. Not harder. I mean, the, well, the ground. I'm going to slide closing. into your LinkedIn DMs and uh, here's I, what you do. I, I figured it out. A response. You go to pay your bill online. And rather than select pay a bill, select withdraw from Epcor. Yeah. Then put in the amount of whatever it is going to be for Renos, 70 grand. And then they will f- credit that to your account. That makes sense. How many solar panels would it need to get you up to? Thought about this. Because I've never looked into solar panels. It's too much. It's too varied, the, the demand. Right. We'd need to be able to store the solar power. Or you could. You could get a Tesla tower wall, power cell or whatever. Block, yeah. So yeah, but that's. Way more than the trenching. Yeah. Because we need to be able to call on it whenever. We or we could run. We can create a little like a little Quonset or a little addition to the building and run a spin studio yeah. <laughs> that runs twenty four seven and get like as long as we have fifty people enrolled every hour of the day, yeah, we could probably get the juice that we need. Or we could tap into the sewage from the big apartment building next door and create a biomass digester and burn off all the effluent and power that. Wait, I say why don't we just put like a paddle, like a little paddle wheel on the river? And just tap into that with like a little copper wire. You want to go to off it? grid? Let's do it. Oh yeah. Like Epcor, we have options here. It sounds gotta, like like a little brick. On, we're bringing we're bringing it back to 1905. Yeah. 1902 power. Yeah, 1902. God damn it. If you want us to use your power, help be us competitive. Out. Yeah. Be competitive. <laughs> or we're gonna start a rival utility. That, you know what? That's what we need to do. The Edmonton Utility Corporation, founded 2018. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna start a rival. Okay. Utility. Sorry, this is now shifted. We're coming for you. We're Epcor. coming for you. If you want to sign up to our utility, please hit us up on Twitter. That's right. We accept. We don't accept cash. We accept only items in trade and Bitcoin, Chalmers. Oh, fucking Bitcoin! That was the only way uh, back to betting. But I went to my my normal betting site that I always go to, and they basically only take Bitcoin now. <sighs> what? And oh yeah, Jeez. and like no, they don't take credit cards. It's literally they want you to use Bitcoin. And it is impossible to figure out for somebody like me oh. who doesn't know what the hell that is. Change of venue. I did. Excellent. Change of venue. Went to a brand new one. Easier site. They basically accept any credit cards because that's the easiest way to go about it. I was having to... Do they I, accept Bitcoin? Uh, I don't even know. Didn't yeah, even look. Because they didn't be cool. When, so right when I found out they didn't take credit cards anymore and they only took Bitcoin, I went and bought a Visa gift card for like 100 bucks. You know, just yeah. throw on just to see if it would work. Yeah. And it got... It didn't get approved, like a valid Visa <laughs> gift card. Didn't get approved. So now I just had a Visa gift card for 100 bucks. I nice. Bet. You could take yourself to a variety of stores. I think we should do a giveaway to our audience. <laughs> hey, Chalmers, just want to throw oh, 100 wait. bucks into the, into the masses? Or could this be an untraceable bribe to an Epcor agent? 
Ooh. Hey man, you want to upgrade my transformer? <laughs> no. Oh really? Would this change your mind? Slide. How about a hundred dollar? And that hundred dollar gift card, it costs it seven bucks just to like, uh, what's it called? Turn it on. Oh, I know. It's such a. So scam. that's one hundred seven bucks. Yeah. Everything's a scam. Yeah. Everything is a scam, and everything is way more expensive than it used to be. Just like what we were talking about before the show. Yeah, million dollar segue. Million Seven dollars to activate that million dollars. It's a million dollars. That's a seven. good. That's a good price. I'll so tell you, how are we doing with hitting the topics of the first segment? Well, I'm about to hit it. I'm about to hit <laughs> no, it. No, it's my bad. I, I went on a big rant. And I apologize. It was a good no, chat, no, no, boys. No, no, no. We're moving right through to it. Everything's a ripoff. Like oh. is the game. So the rookie game for the Oilers and Grant McHugh and Griffins and Nate and Nate and the Nate Dukes. Nate Dukes, Grant yeah. McHugh and Get Griffins is champions. Twenty eight. Dollars and seventy five cents a ticket bag milk. Twenty eight fifty. Plus tax, plus service charge. Plus seven dollars to activate your gift card. Exactly. Down in Calgary, mm-hmm. five clams. Yeah. To see the rookies yesterday. To see what? Calgary play the University of Calgary? I'm pretty sure it was the the game yesterday where the Oilers played the rookies from Calgary. Pretty sure that one was only five bucks yesterday. That's five bucks. Pretty sure. Now Dan, who's a nice fellow, said some of that money's going to charity. To which I say to you, Dan, shh, charity should be us, Oilers fans, being asked to spend twenty eight seventy five for a ticket for the rookie game. Then I says to Bag Milk, I says, how much are beers, by the way? Ha, ha, ha. And you said. Bad news, Wanye. Beers are up to thirteen twenty five. Oh, my God. thirteen twenty five for what, an 80-ounce Super Mickey? Super yeah, keg? I better be able a to Bubba? just drink for right a Bubba? from the Oh, a Bubba, yeah. Oh, a Bubba keg would be smooth. Remember Bubba's? I still have Bubba's in a box in my closet I saw the other day. At the time, I was like 20. I'm like, I'm saving this Eskimos, Bubba, because one day I'm going to sell it. Retirement Bubba's. Exactly. I don't know what to do. Are these things valuable, or can they just go away now? I'm sure the beer in them is still delicious. No, no, we drank the beer. Oh, okay. This is Remember in the days of Labatt Maximum Ices? Oh, yeah. Do you remember how, like in my old basement, Charles, there was all the Bubba's and then the Labatt Maximum Ices we drank? I don't know why it was so cool to keep that stuff. Remember our friend Mike had all those Don Cherry most Canadian cans yeah. and he kept the beer in them yeah. and then he had a cabinet guy come over to like fix his cabinets or something and the guy drank them all oh yeah oh, the guy wow. was a shady dude oh yeah and he like left him alone for like an hour came back and like the what? guy had done the work he was up there looking at the work and looked at the cans and they were all drank they were probably like 10 years old jeez that guy must have got ill <laughs> I know but like hey so now what did he do with the cans I don't even know if he kept them but why did we think it was cool to keep I just, it was like trophies. Like yeah. back in the day in the house, do you remember when we had where our vodka era? Where in the kitchen, there was all the vodka bottles we drank above the cabinets. Yeah. And it was like arranged by color from the absolute rainbow. Yeah. And then we had to like drink Limon ones just to get some yellows in there, which was like hard yeah. days. I think they're, they're trophies. I have a beer when I was cleaning up my grandparents' house that my grandpa had a bar downstairs, some like war mementos and like old grandpa bar stuff. And he had a Molson Canadian from like 1810 in a glass bottle with all this weird ass sediment Whoa. and I have it. And like, if you crack, I can let that cabinet guy go to my house. And if he takes <laughs> one sip out of that bad boy, we'll be picking him up off the ground. He'll and- be drunk. See, I just went to a, um, estate sale and it's the really, really old stuff. That's cool though. Right. Yeah. So like if you're somebody who keeps it and then you have to keep it for like 30 years, yeah. by the time it's even cool, you've moved it, this thing around a bunch. I've had this estate sale. There was at mint condition scotch boxes, but they were like tins. I bought all of them. There was like 10 of them. They're what are you going to do with them? Uh, put them in my bar down in my basement. 
when I finally move into my house. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Scotch boxes. What's that? Scotch boxes. So like oh, the Glenfiddich. Cool. When you when you buy like a bottle of Glenfiddich, oh yeah, the like tins. Yeah. So now that they come in boxes. Well, yeah. back then they came in like tins that opened up. Yeah, and, yeah, I remember seeing those. So they're all just the tins. Interesting. Yeah, and they're very cool. Like they're they're in perfect condition. That's so the did you part. start that by saying why do we keep old booze no, but stuff, and then you ended with yeah, and that's no, the story. No, so, so my whole, other no, people's so, old booze stuff. So the whole thing is is that like why do we keep this thing for so long? when it's not cool for so long, right? Like, you'd have to move it around and keep packing it in box if you move as much as I I've do. I've moved my Bubba's like four times. It's like when you find like a really old pop can somewhere and you're like, oh, that's so cool. Like an old Pepsi can or an old Coke can, like the old design and fonts and all that Just shit. Just found three of those in the house I'm renovating. Yeah. Like, like opened up the walls. Perfect like bottles of 7-Up and Coke. In the walls. Super cool, yes. Took them home. Yeah. Put them like just, just like absolutely... Uh, cleaned them very well and they look beautiful like they're really cool so you do a lot of house renos right Charles? <laughs> yes yeah. have you true, ever though. found anything cool in the walls like old microsoft certificates so like, or some shit i uh, found like <laughs> old no no nothing like that found like packs of gum <clears throat> old cigarettes but yeah. like and like a pack of gum that wasn't even open like an Ooh. old trident so like just the old packaging from like 1940 how did it taste didn't need it. Put it on still, eBay. Still, still, still unopened. Oh, this I was bet you could sell that on yeah. eBay for some sum of money. No shit. Whether it be $5 yeah, Gary or... Vee's got me thinking flipping all the time. Oh, right? yeah. Flip that shit. You just look at everything and just think how much you can get for this. So yeah. how much time needs to elapse for something that is just normal in everyday life, i.e. a Coke can or whatever, uh, how much time needs to elapse for it to then become like nostalgic 20, and cool? 20 years. Oh, 20 I was going to say 60 60. Well, sixty. Well, the, yeah, like like sixty for, for would make it like crazy valuable in my mind, versus just like cool, like something worth keeping. Like when are those Bubba's gonna be cool? They gotta yeah. be turning twenty soon. Well, they gotta be early O's, so they're probably yeah. fifteen years. There is a Don Cherry Bubba there. Is there? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've got. So I went to an estate sale um, of like the old mayor of Edmonton's house. It was Sylvancroft. Remember when I was oh, all yeah. about Sylvancroft? Think about Sylvancroft all the time. I love so that. So Sylvancroft was like. And Dan, I know we got to go to break, and we'll do it in a GIF. I sound like Ron McClain, except there's no Don Cherry. We're running out of time. We're running out of time, grapes. <laughs> so it was like this old house on Groat Road, and it was like an estate of the mayor of Edmonton's house in 1912, I think. This dude, HME Evans. And over time, they took like his big piece of land and put two extra houses on it for his family. And then the family got old, and the last person died. So they were doing like the estate sale of his original house. And like the vultures came out to steal oh, yeah. everything for a quarter. But I got there early because I was kind of friendly with the family because I wanted to buy the house with money I didn't possess, which is the story of my life. <laughs> um, but I was talking to them and they were like, yo, you know, it's super nice that like you actually don't want to destroy everything that we've built and da 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 da. And they just got old, right? The lady, I think it was like 94, she passed away and her descendants were there. But uh, they're like, you can go in first and pick out anything you want. Cool. Super cool. So I'm walking through and I'm talking to the granddaughter, I think she was, and she's kind of a middle-aged lady and she was really sad. And I was like, all right, is there anything in here that you wish somebody with space would just take off your hands and not screw with? Like not sell, not like, tell me what you got here. She goes, I know exactly what I need you to take. And it's a trunk from the mayor of Edmonton in 1912's wife. She'd come back on like a first-class train from Montreal to Edmonton and her trunk from her vacation was locked they never opened it whoa was it still locked it's still locked and it's still full of all her shit from her trip 
and it's got like a tag on it, like handwritten with pencil being like first class Edmonton to Montreal with like the family name on it. And everything that was on her trip is in there. And I told the lady, I'm like, I'll buy this off of you. And I bought some other cool stuff too. Is there like classy, like old world shit? I will never open this trunk as long as I own You're it. never going to open it. Nope. What? Because this, everybody was like, this is like this grand old family. And the lady would probably be horrified to know in like 2015. What if there's some and, like, what if she brought back some like gold bricks with her? Isn't that cool not to know though? It'd be cool so it's, to like spend my, them. it's cool. You've seen the trunk, Jake. Oh, I know. It's the, awesome, trunk is, right? the trunk is cool. I'm very inquisitive, however. That's fine. What if we? I need to know what's lock. behind door number one. Just I like a sneaky peek. No, yeah. no, no. So you just—it will never be open. Never be open. I mean, sure, these guys will open it one day when I'm out of town. Yeah. But like, you pick the lock and then just lock it back up. I think take it, all the valuables. And yeah, I think it's cool. Okay, like, he wouldn't even take everything out of it. You'd never know. He'd never gonna open it. Again. Just fill it with rocks. <laughs> and I'd be like, no, we'd did... have to weigh it first, and then. Yeah. And I'd be like, why did this lady pack all these rocks? Well, that's how it was the style at the time. They're gems. It'd be cool, though, as like a time capsule. Totally. It's like, why wouldn't you open a time capsule, right? Like, the whole idea is like, whatever is in there. I think it was... But there is a time when you open a time capsule. That's the 100th anniversary. Well, if that's what you want to set it up. At my elementary school, we did a time capsule, and we all had to do something. And my class sang a song on a cassette tape, and we left it in the time capsule as they, like, buried it in the cornerstone of the school, probably, like, 1990. Like, man, in 2190, when they thought that box and all the little space kids are like, what the hell? They're going to have no idea how to play it. And we're singing, like, the <laughs> Catholic schools, like, greeting song or uh-huh. something like that. That was good times. These are the hits of the day. Yeah. <laughs> if you were going to do a time capsule today. Yeah. 2018. Hold on. We'll take a break. We'll come back right after this. Real Life Podcast. SumoJerky.com. You've been through the gas station. You've seen all the flavors. Teriyaki, black pepper, Maybe extra hot, sweet chili. That's about as exotic as it gets. But if you subscribe to Sumo Jerky at sumojerky.com, check them out online, enter your preferences. They source out the finest small batch handcrafted ma and pa jerky from all over the world. They have all your favorite flavors, but it's high quality handcrafted versions of your favorite flavors, and they get exotic as well. Exotic jerky from exotic animals, or play it straight and stick with beef. Enter your preferences at sumojerky.com. It shows up once a month. Deliver it as a gift if you like. Have it sent to your work for a little pick me up during the day. Sumojerky.com. Follow them on Instagram at sumo jerky for pictures of their meat or sign up for the service yourself sumojerky.com once a month meat delivered right to your door it's the home delivery service you didn't realize you need until it started showing up my favorite day of the month is sumo jerky delivery day sumojerky.com to get started we're back real life podcast brought to you by our good friends at sumojerky.com the number one online beef jerky club it is delicious we were just eating some beef jerky the other day at the house Jade, you said you warned me. You said the extreme hot beef jerky is extremely hot, and I said, "Shoot, you don't know nothing about where I'm from. I'm from the streets." Took one bite and had to go lie down. Yeah, it'll sneak up on you. It, well, that's exactly what it, it was—a sneak attack. Yeah. yeah, like you bit in, you're like, "Oh, that's fine." You go to eat, bite into the second piece, and then during that time, it just hits you—the second wave. Do you want to know what I? I got a problem with sumo jerky. Uh oh. Sorry, last, sir. All sales are final. Last month, <laughs> I loved the Bloody Mary one oh, so much so good. Yeah. that I'm bummed I'll never get it again. In next, well, in any month's coming subscription, two as a as an outsider, you're never going to get that brand of Bloody Mary. But I'm Truth. sure Bloody Mary still exists. I hope maybe there's, there's an, even a Canadian company that provides it. Caesar. There has flavor. to be an equivalent. One of the things we're going to roll out in 2019 for Sumo Jerky because we just moved. This is really boring, but I don't care. 
uh, we just got a new Shopify store. We moved platforms. So now there's a different company handling our e-commerce, blah, 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 blah. In 2019, we're going to roll out an order again function so that if you like any of the beef jerky that you're getting, you can go online. Yeah, greatest hits. order it again, and you get That's a right. deal. So can I say one thing right before we get to the time capsule? No, let's keep talking I about sumo lucky, jerky, man. It's I was, delicious. Yeah, I was lucky enough to play in the O's Nation golf tournament. Oh, and yeah. The best part about the tournament, not, like it was a great tournament, but was that I got to try basically every single one of the sponsors. So I got sumo jerky. You got Will Hawk. You got Will Hawk. What's yeah, that? Will Hawk. Will Hawk, Will Hawk jerky's legit. Yeah. It was super good. Like, so these, super yeah, juicy. Yeah. We, we were looking at each other like, this is literally the best beef jerky Will ever Hawk had. beef jerky is a sponsor of the nation. And they're out in Leduc. Oh. And I email them once they sign on. I'm like, oh, yeah, hey, big swinging dick here. I got a pretty big beef jerky b- business, and I'd like to order it. The guy emailed me back. He's like, no, we're good. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you mustn't understand the kind of weight I'm talking about. I got like, I feel like you didn't read this. I got like 3,500 subscribers. Like, I want to order 5,000 bags of beef jerky for export all around the world. And he was like, no, we're good. So when it came time for their deal to renew, I went down there and I'm like, this guy does not understand how <laughs> commerce works. 20 minutes later, I was like, I do not understand how commerce works. Wilhock Beef Jerky, I'm not even exaggerating. Their store in Leduc had... And Spruce Grove. Yeah. Like 50 people walk in during the hour and a half I was there. Yeah. And it was like 11 o'clock on a Tuesday. Yeah. Really? It isn't... Well, yeah. It, it was... doesn't get vacuum sealed. He can't export it out of market. He can't do anything. But this guy is so busy. His grandpa started it and they only do one flavor. And then the dad took over. They only do one flavor. And they're still running like the same vintage equipment with that smoked out taste. Mm -hmm. And it is a going concern. Pushing jerky like weight. It was so good. But I also got to have rig hand everything. Yeah. Because she was only pouring the vodka. Yeah. But I was like, come on. I have to try every one of them. So I tried every one of them. Oh, you're a scientist. And I met Marin from Jaffa. So that was nice. That's nice. Yeah. It was a good tournament. Anyways. She told you about our beef. I say that. I'm still beefing with Marin. Did you you try our soon to be new partner, Yegburger? I did. How Man, good was that burger? Like unbelievable, and the like the barbecue they had was beautiful. Like everything about that was so good. Everybody in our group was just like we had just eaten something, and so nobody was really hungry. But the minute you saw them, you basically had to have it. Yeah. So yeah, it was great. I wasn't planning to eat so early at the golf tournament, and <laughs> yeah. then the egg burger guy's like, "No, you got to have one of these." Okay, fine. I was being polite. Powered through it. Two seconds. Gross. Stuff all over them. <laughs> I had to. So good. Yeah, you I'm did. I'm super excited that oh, yeah. we're going to be working with them again. Yep. Because they're also, Jay, talking a big game on their Donair Burger, which I know oh, my. involves you. Yeah, the review. The Donair Reviews. Yeah, the review tour will make a stop there. And uh, I like to, you know, I'm I'm an honest person. I give an honest review. So I will be, I will be critical if it needs to be. Do you, have a, do you have a leader in the clubhouse right now for the donairs you've had? Right now, the best donair, uh, in my opinion, that we've had so far is a mean donair. Yukon Jack's pick. Yukon Jack's like pick. Like it's mean, good. Like... It's uh, it, so it's yeah, it's called a mean donair. I believe the gentleman's name is a mean, or it's just a hilarious play on words. Uh, they do a thing where they've got sweet sauce, but they also have this garlic sauce. So I can't came in, obviously, with an industry expert like Yukon. And he advised that we mix the sauces and, uh, actually, no, sorry. Yukon didn't do that. My friend Yen did. I got to shout out Yen. Yen, I play hockey with you. He made the suggestion. Thank you again. Cause that's, Don't worry, man. He's not listening. That's actually he does. Oh, he does. Uh, so he's listening. Number he's seven? number He's maybe eight or nine. I don't know. Eight or nine. Uh, so yeah, he, it's 10. I'm out. So <laughs> they were too popular. Yeah, we got to shut it down. Yeah. So he, he advised the, the mix sauce and that, uh, was mind blowing that. And the fact that all the other things we don't have to delve into that, but like. Go back. If you haven't seen the Amin Donair one, go check it out. We have star guest 
Yukon Jack. Also, we'll give him the all-star executive uh, Ghost of the Machine producer credits for the Nation Real Life podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's good so far. This week, I don't know where we're going yet. We're going to do a poll of the nation and find out where we should go Do you have next. a guest host? I don't know if we have a guest this week. We'll see. Stay tuned. So time capsule, bag milk. So before the break. Yeah, you were talking about time capsule. You did one in elementary. Yeah, I best. did as well. Yeah. I wish I could remember what I put in there, and I can't. You didn't sing a song and put it on a cassette tape confident that 100 years from now, cassette tapes would be the preferred method of audio playback? No. See, like, that would have been probably when we did it, 92-ish. How, how big's the time capsule in this uh, situation? <clears throat> if I recall correctly, which I won't, it's like the size of a, cool, like a, like a cooler you would take to the lake. Okay. It wasn't big. I mean, I think a it was like a sized a lake cooler. There was because it was like the centennial of the school board or something. I don't remember. Yeah. But yeah, we were wowing them with our technology yeah. and cassettes. Well, you obviously have to include some level of technology. I would think. I, I don't know if we necessarily gave them any playback means. That to me would be the big yeah, thing. Just a straight a rogue cassette thrown in the box. Yeah. Uh. So I want to know, Wanya, what are you throwing in a 2018? Time when are we opening this? We're going to open this baby in 150 years. 150 They're going to look years. back at 2018 and see what the people at Oilers Nation threw in the box. So is this like an Oilers Nation time capsule? Sure. Cool. Yeah. Well, let's see. I suppose I put something Connor related. Of course, have uh-huh. to. Got to throw that in Lock there. of his hair. His yeah. luscious, beautiful hair. Yeah. A rookie card. Oh. It'll be worth all the space credits. Yeah, I time. feel like I would want to be buried with that. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> like an iPhone with a bat- an external battery charger preloaded with all our podcasts. For our 11th listener, can be 150 years from now. Wow, this podcast was great 150 years ago. I wish <laughs> those dudes that? weren't dead. Why couldn't these dickheads <laughs> get their audio straightened out? I guess that's living in the past. That's right. <laughs> what would you put in there? What would you guys put in? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I, I feel like everything is like memes and everything, right? So like maybe a list of the 12 memes that were the most popular per month because I think they're hilarious, mostly. But there's always like one subject that takes over like a whole month. And like the Nike campaign right now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like that type of thing. It'd be really hard to figure out what the hell that was though. It's I cra- think if they opened I, it up. It's crazy to think like you, you think back to like the pyramids, right? And then they're doing art and they're making things and they'll last the test of time. Like one good electromagnetic pulse from the sun that fries all of our electronics on earth. And like most of our culture from the last 25 years is erased in one shot. Like if Instagram closed, so many people would be like, well, I don't have any photos of my children anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if no, the cloud true. went down, which is entirely possible, which yeah. 20 years ago, you'd be like, if the what went where, but now be like the end of days, there won't be a lot of record from this time of what we did. Like, I'm going to print out memes on a page and I'm going to slap them on there. <laughs> what is it, a crying frog and Michael Jordan crying too? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I think if, we're, if I was really going to put something and that was honest to myself, that was about me, I'd put in a Mickey of Canadian Club Whiskey. Mm-hmm. And a pre-rolled, probably girl guide cookie. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Now, <laughs> this once again, this is this is going off topic, but on topic. We're, we I just got to be. We honest. haven't even been on topic. So. No. Yeah. Yeah. In the in the in 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 the in the world of girl guide cookies. Yes. Which camp? Do you subscribe now, to? Is he actually talking about girl guide cookies? The mint. Or is he talking about no, girl no, no. guide? Girl cookies? guide cookies. I think he missed the pre-rolled part. Yeah, you can't pre-roll an actual cookie, Jay. And I know, but the, the, you <laughs> you enjoy these. You enjoy girl guide cookies with a pre-rolled cookie. I still can't tell if we're talking the same thing. Yeah. I think Are we we're talking, talking about, about drugs? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm taking it. But you, oh, okay, you, you, okay, you, you okay. brought up a subject, and I'm going to run with it for a minute. So is mint what we sativa? Always, 
<laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. But but but, but do you go with the like? Oh, the, I see. Like the Oreo going. wannabes, like the, the vanilla and the chocolate, or do you go with the chocolate mint? Yep, still don't know what we're doing. That's like saying to somebody I want to talk so to. So you've never had the... Girl Guide cookies? I'm a lover of all of the above. Girl Guide <laughs> cookie is the name of a marijuana stream. Yeah. Or st- uh, oh, wow. So... Yeah. We're talking about the birds and the bees. Jay's actually like, what kind of bees? <laughs> African like, honey man. bees? He's oh, like, man, I've euphemism. been waiting for 77 podcasts to break down <laughs> yeah. Girl Guide cookies. Jeez. What kind I, of bird? I'm like passionate a... about it because I'm on Team Mint Chocolate. And now all of a I like the Girl Guide cookies that you roll up and smoke on a Saturday night while you're playing poker. Or a Tuesday morning when you're about to file your taxes. That yeah. one too, yeah. Monday morning because you're sad. So you're talking, about, morning, yeah. you're talking about October 17th. Yes. 2018. Yes. Girl one guy pre-rolled Girl Guy cookie leads to boxes of other Girl Guy cookies. All right. So I will take the hint and we will put a bookmark in no, the, no, 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 in no, the no. flavor cookie we, debate. We, we made enough fun of this. I actually like the, the, the chocolate and the vanilla ones. Because you can yeah, have I can't one of each and you can combine them into a hybrid. Mm. Where you've got like the cookie wafer and then you got the other flavors goo. So no, so I'm a big mint guy. Chocolate mint mint, mint guy. over the other ones? Oh yeah. Yeah. All so day. it's 50-50. So like do you guys not chocolate. believe that mint and chocolate belong oh, together? You... Mint and chocolate belong together. Mint and chocolate do not belong together. Okay. No. So what? that's no, why I can see why it. you don't hate it. But how, if you believe they belong together, how do you not think those are way better than the other ones? There's Far lots, superior. There's lots and lots of things that taste like a girl guide mint cookie and after eight. Some other things. Different textures. Different texture textures. Guy. It's Actual different. After eight's great, by the way. Yeah, yeah delish. Look. But I'm not saying I don't like them. I'm just saying I prefer the vanilla and the chocolate ones because that's what I had as a youth. Uh-huh. And it takes me back to a simpler time before memes. <laughs> if you're so, going to put in a meme into the time capsule, which one are you throwing in there? Oh, wow. I Pro- think for the 2018, you have oh, to throw the one with the guy looking back, right? Like the one with the misses where he's looking back oh, at the other well, girl. That's one or the guy, uh, the guy that looks like Carlton from uh, Fresh Prince, like pointing his head. Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the thinking one. Yeah, yeah. one. Or the, the guy, guy with his lips out. Yeah, mm-hmm. The guy laying in bed <laughs> and the girl asking what he's thinking about. And he's thinking about something different that has nothing to do with another girl. Or, or what, like about that, what about that poor old guy that's in like the stock footage? missing smile guy? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's just blown up. Because now there's there's other... I think now it's a thing. Like he's taking other shots where he looks equally as awkward and now more memes get produced around that. Shocked albino looking guy with a super, you know, the super pasty Australian dude where he's like, oh! <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The America's geez. Got Talent. Yeah, he got talent. looks like... <laughs> shit. It's funny listening like to people describe memes to each other. I was in a restaurant the other day, and I could hear people beside, like, "Have you seen the meme where?" And it's just, it's such a strange thing that's developed out of nowhere. These memes. To me, it's become the new chain email, in a sense. Yeah. I used to have an uncle that would every week would send me the latest ridiculous emails with goofy, you know, whatever videos uh-huh. in them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now memes are that thing. People are always sliding into the DMs. Have you seen this one? Yeah, we all follow the same oh, yeah, ten meme people. Yeah. If you wheel back to like 1976. And you're like, hey, Chalmers. Yo. I'm from the future. You want to know what happens? Yes. Okay, check this out. You know computers? Yep. Yeah, in like 2018, they're like infinitely more powerful. And they fit in your pocket. And they're also a phone. And you can also listen to any song you want from human history, basically, on your device. You can play games on it. You can free phone call anyone around the world. You can stay in real-time conversation with anyone around the world through a variety of free things. It hooks into the magic pixie dust in the air around you. There's no cords. You want to know what we do with that? No. 
we take like photos of like funny shit that happened and then we put like an eight word <laughs> caption on top and there's like Michael Jordan who you're going to love in like tw- 10, 15 years by the way past Chalmers him crying at some sort of event it gets like rolled out for every tragedy do we it's still like, make phone calls on this device Wanya? you don't no in, in fact if anyone has the audacity to phone you you block them yeah hit the button because you can see who's phoning you in the future the name pops up and all we do in 2018 is bitch that the battery for this supercomputer <laughs> magic machine that fits in your pocket and it allows you to talk to your auntie on the other side of the world the battery only lasts three hours and we are pissed to the future <laughs> and the only people that go to hell at that time are the ones that call you back right after you text them oh because then they know you have your phone mm-hmm. in your hand and you're going I texted you for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And right. then you got to make up some lame excuse about how you're somewhere and you got to be quiet or like. I feel like when you go to the future, they're going to be like, hey, man, I'm from the future. 2018, Wanya, you want to hear what's up? Yeah, I do. You can teleport anywhere in real time and it's free. So if you want to get up in the morning, go to work in Paris, boom, you're there. Saturn, boom, you're there. And you know what we think in the future? Damn, man. My teleportation device battery only lasted for two hours. <laughs> I'm getting fucked over, I'll tell you what. It was kind of like one uh, year we were texting about it this weekend, the Elon Musk conversation about how we're all essentially cyborgs already. Let's get to that. Do you want to take a quick break and we'll talk about it? Always. These are called, what are they called when you like do a teaser for people who want to listen to the ad a and teaser. come back? A teaser, yeah. Wow. Okay, I'll work with mm. that. You just tease them with a snippet of information about the upcoming topic. We'll be back after this, Real Life Podcast. Have you got holes to dig, earth to pack, and roads to build? Then you need to call Jabba Machinery Group. Does your equipment need a service? You can't fix stupid, but here at Jabba Machinery Group, we can fix everything else. With a full range of parts to keep your equipment running smoothly, Jabba Machinery Group is a family-operated and Alberta-grown business. Here to help build a bigger and better Western Canada. Give us a call or visit us at jabbamachinery.com. Jabba Machinery Group. Join the family. We're back. Real Life Podcast brought to you by our friends over at the Japa Machinery Group. They're gearing up for fall. I was talking to my brother-in-law the other day, the head of the operation. He was telling me, we got not a lot of equipment in the yard, man. The oil patch seems to be picking up. There's people out there doing all sorts of stuff, underground infrastructure. That's always a good bellwether. Like any heavy-duty machinery or oil field company that has tons and tons of equipment, if you drive by and it is full of equipment... Trouble. Trouble. If it's empty, awesome. Awesome. $13.25 beers, no problem. <laughs> no problemo if the yard's empty. That's what they say. That's what they say. That's what they say. Bag milk before the break, we're getting into weird texting back and forth about Joe Rogan podcast, which is yeah. awesome. News yeah, to Elon nobody. Musk. Elon Musk, my hero, on there, going through a rough patch in his personal professional life. Ballsy of him to go on Joe Rogan. I thought he was great. Great. He's... All I could think about, though, is, you know, it was a three-hour podcast. So I'm sitting there. I did the whole thing, one sitting. All I could think of is, man, this dude is just on another level. His brain operates at a level I don't understand. Joe Rogan, even in the middle of the podcast, says, I'm not nearly smart enough to be having this conversation. Did you understand what he was talking about when he said that? It was really interesting. Totally. Yeah. I mean, what Elon was talking about? Yeah. Hell no. It sounded electric great, planes need to get, if they, if they go If an electric plane flew really, really high in the air... You'd be able to like circle the earth and come back down and you could have electric planes. And he was talking about like how he views thrust on planes because there's an argument, I think, that like electricity on its own can't create enough lift to get a plane off the ground. And Elon, as I understand it, and I'm in the Joe Rogan camp of I don't understand the fuck's going on. I was on. just going to say that. I even I take mean, chemistry 20, play. 
So he was drinking whiskey that whole interview, right? Drinking whiskey. Sipping. And sipping, which is awesome. Yeah. Long and, ice. But, but then uh. he decided he was going to smoke a joint. Mm, who? Joe or Elon? Elon. Well, Joe smoked a blunt, which yes. he does all the time. Yeah, every show. And Elon mouth hooted it. Yeah, it took a cheeky hoot, if any, at all. Oh, okay. But they're making a point. Yeah, they're making a big deal well, about it. Of so. course, because the internet seized on the one thing, not the electric planes with the lift. Sure. It got memefied. But they were discussing how weed is legal in California. Yes. And they were talking about the benefits and merits of marijuana versus booze. And Elon was saying, like, alcohol is way worse for you and blah, blah, blah. And then Joe Rogan's like, ha, ha, ha. And he's, like, token on his blunt, as he does. So that little mouth hoot, though, cost him two executives. Nope, they'd already quit. Not because of that? Nope. God, I, I don't like that when uh, I, I think a whole different thing. the fake thing. news machine, yeah, gotcha. The, they, it did. Because I didn't. They I didn't, took all these storylines and assembled, reassembled it and packaged it. I, so I, you, I'm a headline only on this yeah. story. There so are a stock price did fall, though. Well, but there's a lot of people that are shorting Tesla right now. Right, and so you're going to try and get as much bad news about a company or yep. company creator. Right now, the narrative around Elon Musk is Elon Musk crazy, and I think that's like a very dangerous story to be telling because Elon Musk is not crazy. Elon Musk is doing more to propel humanity forward than anybody at any point. And yet, when you watch this podcast, not well, maybe at any point, but currently, when you watch this podcast, Elon's burning out. So you did, can see it on his face. Did this start with the him taking the submarine over to Thailand to help with the kids that were trapped? So is that when it started going crazy or was yes it before and no. I mean, like Tesla has been around for a long time and, and you know, they've, they've built some factories, right? They've got the, the power wall technology. The cars get a lot of attention. Right, but the perception of him in the media as a crazy person, when did this kind of start? So they were trying to boost production to 3000 model S's a week, which is like, now you're starting to get in like a commercial level of cars being produced. Okay. They started out with a really expensive Tesla. They met those quotas and now they're rolling out like the mass market one. So there was a lot of pressure on Elon to be getting to this 3,000, then 5,000 Teslas a week quotient where he has to get out there. And then people were shorting the stock, thinking that he won't get there. So then all of a sudden, a bunch of bad press started to come out about Elon being like, oh, he's sleeping in the factory. And he gave a couple like erratic uh, answers to questions on a conference call. But just like, you know, just fake news, Jay, you're saying that's like a dangerous thing to label as fake news. But the storyline right now about yeah. Elon was like, oh, he's sleeping in the factory. And then, you know, Azalea Banks. Mm, yes, I've She's heard like the a name, crazy but crazy rapper. Oh, yeah. Who I think like bit Russell Crowe or some crazy thing. Like Hell she, yeah. She's renowned <laughs> for being crazy. Yeah. She's a good rapper, but crazy. Right. And can't get a record deal. She's crazy. She was at Elon Musk's girlfriend's house, and Elon Musk was there. And she's tweeting, like, Elon Musk trying to get money and his company's broke and like all this crazy shit. And this is bad when you're a publicly traded company. Mm -hmm. And then Elon tweeted that he was taking Tesla private. Need a deal with the Saudi Arabian government to take it private at four twenty a share, right? Mm -hmm. And four twenty, obviously, he's got a drug use to <laughs> it, and that wasn't the case. So, like making statements like that on social media when you're the CEO of a publicly traded company, board starts freaking out. Elon's running SpaceX. Elon's running uh, Tesla, and he's got a very active Twitter account and Twitter and the Boring Company, uh, the Boring Company, yeah, and Solar City. He's the chairman of that too, the, the yeah. largest solar panel producer in North America, I think. <laughs> He's got a lot on his plate. So let's all give Elon a break is what so, you're saying. Well, I mean, he's definitely doing some erratic stuff. And then the thing with the cave in Thailand where he sort of calling out one of the guys who said he called him a pedo or whatever. And then <laughs> backed it up and uh -huh. said, look into it, which is very defamatory. Like, the guy's clearly going through a lot of stress. And so, like, Ariana Huffington of the Huffington Post, mm -hmm. like, wrote a thing being like, you got to slow down, Elon. And he answered to her, like, 3.30 in the morning, like, I'll never slow down. Ah. Well, and that's so, kind of what I, I took of it, too, a little bit, is a lot of people are like to say Elon Musk is doing this, doing that, doing the other thing. 
But is he really, though, or is he just way more intelligent than you, and the way he's operating is just something us dumbasses can't understand? Elon Musk probably has 20,000 staff. Yeah. Right? When Joe Rogan's like, how do you find the time to... Bl-? He, he like, he's personally the digging time. the yeah, pits. He's on a one-man show, <laughs> Joe. But I think, like, Elon Musk is... like The rumor is his IQ is 250, right? And it was really interesting in that interview to watch somebody that smart have a conversation. Yeah. Because, like you said, like there aren't many other Elon Musks kicking yeah. around, if any. Yeah. Right. I remember one time I went to a meeting at NASA, and NASA had worked with Elon for SpaceX. And just to be a fanboy, I was like, raised my hand. I was like, what was it like working with Elon Musk? And, and the guy was like, oh, Elon Musk. Well, I'll tell you, we're NASA. We like to think that we're pretty forward thinking. The work groups he was assigned by NASA to like do deals with PayPal to put stuff in, it almost ripped the company. It ripped NASA in half almost. Like he's that much like force of will guy that like he is not only moving like the automotive industry forward, he's also going to try and colonize Mars. Like he's basically like a six year old on turbo with an unlimited amount of funding. Yeah, like that part in the podcast where he's talking to Joe Rogan about how the Tesla can dance if certain symphonies are played yeah. or whatever, and then Joe Rogan's like, "Why would you put that in there?" <laughs> and he said, "Well, it sounded fun." Yeah, we're just going to move right past the fact that you were at a meeting at NASA. Yeah, or NASA. Yeah. NASA. What the hell? NASA. NASA. What the hell are you doing at NASA? Uh, was it two years ago? I went to a meeting at the Van Ames Research Center, which was being turned into a startup co-working space for space startups. And you were part of a space startup? Well, there aren't really a lot of space startups right now, so you could just <laughs> apply and go. And I did. And I had to get cleared by the State Department, and I went to the first meeting for the privatization of space. So it was like all the government contractors that were working in the space agencies – with different space agencies came and gave a speech and then privately funded companies that want to work with space technologies were there too. And they'd taken this part, which uh, of, of the Van Ames research park in like San Jose ish area. And it was the original training ground for astronauts. They've taken all their barracks and they're making them into little offices for space startups. It's super cool. In the words of Joe Rogan, I am not smart enough to be having this conversation. <laughs> no, I'm not participating in the company. <laughs> no, I know. I, I think went it's to them, but no, it's super cool. cool. I just, super, I'm, super cool. You blow my mind sometimes, super my cool. man. Well, I was, down, I was down there in the valley, and I'm yeah. always looking at like what's going on. Because the fun, I get, I'm fortunate I get to spend a fair amount of time in San Francisco for work. Yeah. And like, there's just such a concentration of weird company stuff going on down there that I end up going and meeting with this one company that like, is sort of like an incubator for different hardware technologies. So I saw like an exoskeleton that a soldier can run in and like all this crazy shit. And whenever I get to have a cool meeting like that with somebody, I always get to the end. I said like, what else should I go see? Oh, I see. And they're like, oh, you know what you should do is you should go to this meeting at Van Ames if you're going to be here. And I'm like, I will be here. I don't care how long I have to stay. Can you help me get in? And they're like, of course, of course. Here, just email this lady at the State Department. She'll get you in. I'm like, all right. And I went there wearing like a Hockey Fights t-shirt, right? Yeah. And uh, when I was having a conversation afterwards with the guy from Van Ames, he's just like, oh, um, Hockey Fights? I'm like, I'm sorry, what? He's like, your shirt, Hockey Fights? I'm like, you know what that is? He's like, I love that website. I'm like, <gasps> We have something to discuss. And then we went on our way and he told me all sorts of crazy shit. Asking people who are experts in something, going and being like, hey, man, I'm an idiot. Can you explain what's going on? I love doing that because nobody ever asks people for help. Nobody ever like rings the doorbell of somebody and is like, hey, like when I went to that meeting at Van Ames, I was like, if I wanted to participate in the space business in 30 years when it's all popping, what should I do right now? And they like told me I would do this and this and this and this and this. And are you I, doing them? Well, a lot of it is just right now. Like the industry is such where there's more and more things going into space every year. The cost of getting payloads, like weight off of Earth into space is falling. And like right now, the big expense of doing anything in space is 
building like a spaceship with Earth materials, shooting it into space, and then flying around in space. In like 30 years, 20 years, when they're building stuff in space, and you no longer have to shoot it through the Earth's gravity well out into space, which is the most expensive part, the cost of spaceships is going to fall through the floor. And so I'm at this meeting. I was like, this is so awesome, right? Like, we're going to kick E.T.'s ass. Like, you'll see. You'll all see. And there were companies there. And and, and they're like, well, the first thing that's going to happen in space is that, like, most everything we know about science on Earth is, like, in a 1G environment. So everything we know about, like, the rate at which cells grow or all sorts of, like, basic biology, it's all contingent on being on Earth. So it may well be that somebody with, like, a terminal disease on Earth can go live in space for another 30 years in a 0G environment. And so right now they're based... They're just sending up the materials to, yeah. to be able to build stuff up? So they build stuff on Earth. So if I'm building like a Falcon X rocket. Yeah, they're building like workshops here. On Earth. Sending them up there. Yeah. And then trying to put them together. So imagine like trying to build New York, shipping all the material from London. Yeah. So you're like, I'm going to build a skyscraper of 10 sto- 25 stories. I'm going to load all the iron onto this boat, and then I'm going to sail the boat from London to New York, and then I'm going to assemble it over there. That's the big expense is the transport. Or once you can start building stuff in the new world with new world resources, the cost goes down. Like space is crazy, man. There's like comets made of diamonds and shit. That's when we're going to, when we start talking about space, we should have a whole podcast where we just do the Joe Rogan model. It's very interesting to know. Like I said to the one guy, like I've got a nephew. He was one at the time. Is he going to be the guy complaining about how long it takes to get to Saturn and how crappy the Wi-Fi was en route? (laughs) How weak his battery is. Exactly. And he was like, nope, but his kids will. Right. And so he's like, think about it for like personal computing, right? Like if you're around like 1940, you're looking at computers that are the size of a room, right? It wasn't until we actually started shooting computers into space on rock that we needed to like shrink computers down. Because until that point, it was like, I have a computer. Sweet. What floors of your yeah. office building <laughs> yeah. is it on? Yeah. But then when we need to start shooting into space, getting smaller and lighter became a constraint. That wasn't even something we were thinking about before. So like going into space in the long run is going to develop so many crazy new technologies that we can't even imagine today and already has, right? Like when you look at all the things that got invented because of space, it's insane. That like there's a lot of really – the guy said the amount of money being made on computers right now with like the internet and hardware and cell phones will look like a lemonade stand compared to the amount of money we're going to make in space. Whoa. And I was like, hot shit. Can any of you people tell me what's going on at Roswell? Because I saw a documentary and then we all had a laugh. Let's get back to other things on our list. This yeah. is good. I mean, hey, I love talking about space with you all day long. No, it's been great. I like that. I veered off the course. We were talking earlier about beer prices, and this is very important. This is a very chunky segue, as we called it. In Could the you industry. say they've skyrocketed to the moon? Well <laughs> oh, done. Oh. Thank you. Well done, Jay. Hey, oh. You brought it back. $13.25, gentlemen. How much is it going to take me to get where I need to be to hockey game right now? I'm trying to do that. Well, now, now you're $15 a drink. Because is that 20-ounce beers? We've got to support, yeah, support the service staff. Yeah. So 15 bucks a drink. and To a period? To, uh, if, you're, if you're going, if we're going old school, yeah. mm-hmm. and we're going to a period, which is easily doable, that's thirty bucks a period. So you're mm-hmm. ninety bucks just there. Then you've got your maybe your pregame beer or your postgame beer. Like you're you're over a hundred bucks just in beer. Sometimes in the third, you could go three. And if you go get a Bobby Nick's burger, that's another thirty-eight. You gotta get a Bobby goes to OT, forget about it. Oh my god! Uh, well, they stopped OT. serving. Unless it's the playoffs. Playoffs, we're talking. See, you mentioned something. I think the staff are the ones that are getting punished for it. Well, I'm still going to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, 
you say you'll tip, and I, well, I, I, I believe you. But a lot of people are gonna be like, you know what? Fuck that! I'm not tipping. Uh, for this, well, I just have a, I just don't really don't like coins. So like twenty. Like, so like Lord twenty down because you, you paid twenty bucks. <laughs> Did you make it in here from your country estate <laughs> yeah. in time for the podcast? <laughs> I just don't really like having coins around. I just don't like coins. What is this, just... the old face 20? Oh, I will okay. take There's all There's nothing coins. worse than walking down the street and jingling. This means that you're still paying with cash. That You don't just tap a card? or you to get Bitcoin like Charles over well, here. Yeah, I was trying to create a situation. Yeah. That's right. Well, I'm just going to say, if you're paying with a 20, you're going to take the five. So you're at 15 bucks. It's true. I don't care what situation <laughs> you're in. That's what you're going to do. Lord Downton. <laughs> yes. The squire has spoken. It's good of you to come in and visit us Which in the so college. Which is so funny because if you hey, look hey, at what okay. a... I'm, I'm, I'm already in the building. That cost a bajillion dollars. Oh, yeah, and hey. I'm buying a beer. Of course I'm a lord of something. Dude, yeah. this oh, yeah. is... Because you need to you be. You have to be. This is my concern. This is my genuine concern with the Oilers. Is that we are pricing out the majority of people from coming into the arena. Absolutely. Yeah. We are not... I can understand if going to a hockey game is a treat. Right, like I don't yeah. think I went. I think I went to like two games before I was twelve. Yeah, right. Wasn't around. Don't yeah. Wasn't around. You can watch at home. You can listen on the radio. You can watch on the internet. But when you don't have experiences for people that are for a lower price point, yeah. If you're like, oh, I'm twenty and I've never even been inside Rogers Place, right? This is bad. This is bad in the long run for the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club, and it's bad for the city of Edmonton. Because one of the reasons why we should have a $400 million arena that's largely funded by public dollars is so that it's a place for all Edmontonians to go, at least to see something. Yeah. And maybe you can't go see Game 6 against the Sharks in no. 2019. But you went to a game on a Monday night. Yeah. And yeah, and that's the thing. Like with me, where it changes, and yeah, to, to, to try to remove the Lord moniker I've just earned. <laughs> good day. Um, good day. Jolly good. I, it, honestly, now because it is expensive, I actually don't like if it's if it is a Monday night game and I'm going, I'm not going to have a beer. Yeah. Here, here. Because it's because it's now it's automatically like if you're going to go have a night. Is that smart water? It's a hundred bucks. <laughs> the Roberts Nix Burger pleases me. <laughs> it's if if, if the. If the high point where you attack the customer's wallet is like you're already in the building, that cost you a pretty penny. Yeah. You're already at beer number two or three, that cost you a pretty penny. Those people can probably afford beer. We're not even talking about parking yet either. Like, beer four. But I guess you could take LRT. Yeah. And take your family. What are the tw- And this is where like the city having all these free event days that they hadn't used. You read about this, Charles? No. The city's got like 28 days a year to have events at the arena at a bargain basement price. And they didn't use half of them. And so, what what were some of them? Like, I, I don't, I'm not sure what an I event there even, that a city would put on is. Couldn't even tell you. No, no, you no. Go ahead. Okay, like off ice stuff inside the arena, whatnot. Uh, yeah. Like maybe an autograph signing or something. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, they seem to have killed Carnival Champions. Yeah. I was just, yeah. Carnival oh, Champions is yeah. so good. I think that one of the ideas that was floating around on Twitter was they should have like the minor hockey week finals there, which would be great. Oh Kids wow, would love that it. would be amazing. Kids the would love of it. Playoffs there. Minor hockey week, yeah. Playoffs, yeah, and lacrosse, and like some of like the championships, or maybe indoor soccer or something like that for the kids. But drive people into the arena, totally for free or yeah. next to free, and at least you can go and sit inside the building, right? And the yeah. problem with twenty eight seventy five rookie games followed by thirteen dollar beers that's effectively the same price as going to an NHL game, sure, which is not an option for a lot of hardworking Edmontonians. 
you got to develop some other sort of and like even oil kings. I thought the oil kings were going to run at like a much lower I price point. I think it is a mildly reduced price. They might pay like two bucks I less. Would hope so. It is. It is reduced. Two still. or three bucks a beer cheaper. But so yeah. the trick then is to find out when there's back to back games. Oil kings, Oilers. You go into the oil king game. You buy six or eight beers. You leave them under your seat with a note that says, don't touch, <laughs> yeah. back tomorrow. Yeah. You come in at the Oilers game, you hit up your stash. They might be warm, but you're saving some dough. I'm sure there's some nooks and crannies in there. We can stash some, some Oil King beers. Last gonna year, start, there's yeah, going to be a lot of people sneaking it in. Sorry. Last year, the, uh, the Atlanta Falcons they, in the NFL, they talked about wanting to have the cheapest possible concession stands. How much do you guys think a 12-ounce beer costs? At a Atlanta Falcons game, so four twenty-five. You're, you're saying they went cheap? No, see, How much you say? I've, I've heard, I've seen this before. This is Arthur this Blank. Is the most amazing. I was going to guess eight fifty if they're going really cheap. Five bones, yeah. five bones for a beer. They treat you like the Masters, yeah, where like say. everything is super cheap. But like, the reason why the, the the Falcons are doing it isn't the Masters' reason. The Masters is like. We are so incalculably rich. We're going to open our golf course for one tournament a year. We're going to open all the flowers with hair dryers if the weather doesn't cooperate. Then we'll bundle everybody up and wish them luck. And yes, we denied Bill Gates membership. I think the Falcons are like, all our money is being derived from television. Our arena is empty. So we're going to try and create another fan experience for people to come, which is low prices. On the basis that having some money and some revenue is going to be better than having none. Yeah, it's smart. Like NFL games, though, they're... Since there's only 80 a year plus the preseasons, like they charge the same amount for preseasons as they do for a regular season game, right? And the normal, like the first stringers play for maybe two plays, right? So there's been a lot of people who are pissed off about that. I know that when we buy our tickets, we pay the same price and we can hardly ever sell them, right? Like, and so we just take a big loss on those first two preseasons. You have tickets to NFL? I have season tickets to Cardinal tickets, yeah. Now who's the Lord? Good day, sir. From Arizona Carldington. See, so the reason we do it is... I knew I had all these rich friends. I told you, I'd be acting completely differently towards you people for the well, last... Now you know to ask Chalmers to buy no, your no, beer no, the this, next Oilers hey, game. This, these tickets are a wash. Just like the, a wash? A wash. So we, you, you buy eight tickets plus two preseasons. Yeah. If you sell the preseasons, that's great. But... We usually use four of the tickets. So me, my brother, my dad, and my brother-in-law have four tickets. We each go to a game, usually with our friends or family, and then we sell the other four tickets. Mm. But the other four tickets pay for the whole season because we get them at like, so it's around $110 to $120 a ticket that we pay. And like we've already sold the first game for $225 a ticket. We actually sold the preseason tickets this year. The fact that they got their asses kicked yesterday is probably going to hit us a little bit, but... Ultimately, at the end of the year, all we do is not have to pay a huge amount for the tickets that we were going to go to games. So you go to four games free? Pretty much, yeah. That is a wash. Let's take a break. Plus, just hold on. The reason we did it was because you get uh, put in the lottery for Super Bowl. And when the very first year they had the new stadium, they had a Super Bowl. And so we really wanted to go to Super Bowl. We thought it was our best chance to do it. And then we just found out that we could just keep them. And so they're going to have another Super Bowl here in like the next two or three years, I think. So that's why we do it. That whole area around that stadium was awesome, too. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. It's hard to get in and out of a lot. It's like in the it's, middle of nowhere. It's on its own island, yeah. Yeah. Real quickly, back to the Falcons before we go to the break, Wanye. Steve Cannon, CEO of AMB Group, the family business owned by Arthur Blank that includes the Falcons, said it was very important for them to be able to feed a family of four at our games for $30 or less. $30 at an Oilers game, you get half a beer. Yeah, and, and a note from Bobby Nix says, "Up yours." Yeah, just we'll take a break. We'll face. be back. Real life podcast.
Alberta is where you find hard-working hands. Where prairie-grown rye meets mountain spring water. Where we pull dragons from the ground. And we choose Rig Hand Distillery. Vodka, whiskey, gin, and more. Rig Hand is made from Alberta-grown ingredients, locally distilled and distributed. It's a bottle of Alberta. Ask for award-winning Rig Hand in your liquor store and visit RigHandDistillery.com. We're back, Real Life Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Rig Hand Distilleries. We are talking about my least favorite subject at this time of year. Increased beer sales. Bag milk. Prices. Did you hear the news? Go ahead. The NFL's back. Ah. Great. Wow. Now all my friends are going to be talking about, did you hear about DeBrickishaw Latanianson running for <laughs> three yards last year? It was amazing, and I was plus 52nd Street on my bet, and I also won my fantasy league, and Wanye, you can't talk to us until the Super Bowl because you don't like football. Fuck you. Being your least favorite time of year, it is my most favorite time of year. Of course year. it is, because you know, I can't even name 10 active players in the NFL. That's a lot. Well, you did you pretty good. Could. You just named two, but hey, you used half names. So yeah. it was kind I was of just like... making up NFL sounding. I'm sure yeah, I mean, if you really put your mind to it, you probably could muster up 10. The Juice? Is he still playing? OJ? <laughs> Former Heisman winner, OJ Simpson. What's Speaking so, of which, did you... Did... There is an OJ now in the league. Ray Carruth? Yeah. Is he still playing? He's, he's did you playing. See... He a is anybody player. watching the Sasha Baron Cohen show? Yeah, I'm, I'm this is America. Three yeah. episodes in. Oh man, I don't want to spoil anything, but OJ is a guest. Oh wow, say no more. And I just cannot believe what Sasha Baron Cohen saying to the juice, right to his face. The balls on this guy, size of juicy watermelons, Wanya. He has no shame. Unbelievable. Well, remember Unbelievable. When, he, when he did Bruno? He got and met with like a little member of Al Qaeda, or Al Qaeda, <laughs> and like. It got like so hostile. Like the guy like asked him, like you have to leave right now. Like really, it stays it... in character the whole time. Well, think about who the character of Bruno was. Wasn't he like a gay Austrian fashion guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He met with Al Qaeda. Going to meet with a guy from Al Qaeda. I gotta wonder where those shows where the fiction begins though. Yeah, right. I, you gotta wonder. So Roy Jones, who ran for senator, and he has some allegations. Roy Jones him. or Roy Moore? Roy Moore. Roy Jones was a boxer slash Roy Jones rapper. Jr. Was yep. a, yeah. he came yep. in. Apologies. Uh, uh, he's suing one of my favorite boxing like ninety ever. million dollars. Yeah, I saw that episode. Oh god, we had the pedophile detector. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh yeah, I just can't believe. Like <laughs> all with a straight like, face. How, how do these guys not just get up and walk out right away? Because you're on camera, and that's going to make bigger stink than if you just stay there and hope to weather the storm. Was oh, that congressman gee, that he had screaming out all kinds of weird oh shit? Yeah. Oh, my God. Wrestling with him and stuff? Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Do you guys Sasha want Baron to hear Cohen's the top 10 genius. funniest NFL names as done by... Please do, because first <laughs> round of the <laughs> NFL draft is... Uh, I, I don't really care all that much about the NFL, but I will watch the first round of the NFL draft for the names. Yeah, so the, a lot of these guys are like defensive players, but the top 10 favorite NFL names as done by Fox... Is number 10, Jake Butt. <laughs> uh, number 9, Ziggy Hood. <laughs> 8 is Heronis Gar- Grasu. Heronis, 7, Vontez Perfect, my personal favorite. Vontez Perfect? Vontez Perfect. Yeah. yeah. These aren't and names. Number 6 is Jaquiski Tart. <laughs> oh, oh Jaquiski Tart. Number 5, everybody knows this guy, Indomitian Sue. I've never heard that name before in my life. All right. Indomitian <laughs> Sue? Yeah, Indomitian Sue. Guess how do you think you spell Indomitian? Is there an ampersand and a cowboy hat emoji in it? Nope, like but there's a very rare N-D start N-D. to the name. N-D-A-M-U-K-A-N. 
O-N-G. Well, speaking of weird starts to words, I just spelled pterodactyl this weekend, and that starts with a P-T. So, anyways, carry Why on. did you just spell pterodactyl <laughs> this weekend? Your little niece on her birthday card. Oh, you wrote pterodactyl on it? I did. Oh, that's nice. She does screech. Okay, number four, Thurston Armbrister. <laughs> oh, wow. What? Number that's three, awesome. Captain Munner- Munnerlin. Captain? Is oh, his name's Captain Munnerlin. And then number two, Barcavius Mingo. <laughs> and then, and did you know he's got a brother and his name is, uh, I think it's Jarcavius. I don't know. You got to look at this up. But you know he, what? You could just be looking right now at a random name generator. <laughs> he's making And this could be a joke. Like, These aren't real see, people. See, Wanya doesn't know anybody in the NFL. I told you. So you ready for the number one then? Is his it my is... boy Taco Charlton? <laughs> no, <laughs> that, is, that is number one worthy, but it is. Unfortunately, not. It is Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Ha Ha Clinton Dix is sweet. I thought that was. I heard that on the. I heard that yesterday, like last night. Holy shit! Sorry. Yeah, because he plays for the Packers. Yeah, and I was like, oh, they're just like. I thought they're like, ha. oh, ha, ha. his name's Ha Ha Clinton yeah. Clinton Dix. Oh, Ha Ha Clinton Dix like did it again. D I C K S. No, D I K or D I X. Sorry. D I X. It's hyphenated. So name. his first. His first name is Ha Ha. His second name is Clinton hyphen Dix. Technically, though, Chalmers, his first act- name is Hashan. Hashan. Hasha. Uh, so ha. like How do you decide you're going to go by haha? Haha. Because when you were three, Clintus. one time you laughed and your ha-ha. uncle thought it was crazy funny. You're a Simpsons ha-ha. fan. Yeah. That's true. Okay, so if we're going to, can I say, say speaking of haha, yeah. these are my three. We're going to a Cleveland Browns game this year. We have a little trip where we vote where we're going to go. Yeah. Can't wait. And we're going to Cleveland. This year, Cleveland won for a number of reasons. Were you pulling strings there? Right? There was some no. fun. So <laughs> to vote on the destination uh, of the fantasy football trip. city, a fan- football trip. There's only five people in the, in the group that can vote, or six people in the group that can six vote on it. Because some people yeah. get voted have voting privileges. You miss a trip, you're done. You don't get to vote off, anymore. You have to for wait four, so many years, years to get back in. So it's very intense. So there was there was a collusion scheme put together and some uh, I felt some, it some filibustering, if you will, that I spent on a camping trip with some of these vo- fellow voters. Well, I felt it when I saw the number one votes and. But we get to sit in the dog pound. I mean, I'm excited. Oh, I'm buddy. happy. Yeah, Cleveland rocks. So after Cleveland, <laughs> after Cleveland played yesterday, there was three stats that came out, and I'm sure everybody saw the first one that they had five. They had five takeaways in a game, and any team that's had five takeaways in a game since the Browns returned to the NFL are 132, four and one, and the Browns are responsible for two of those four losses and the tie. That's awesome. Which is like they're inspiring. Yeah. Impossible. The second best stat that I heard was that um, this is their best start since 2004, and, and they tied the game. Oh, oh, and one. They tied the game. Yeah. Well, they uh, up until today, they haven't won so a you game go, you in go two to, years. Yeah, you go to an overtime period. It doesn't settle anything. <laughs> yeah. and Just like the old NHL. Just call it a tie. Okay. There's Same no field saying. goal kickoff yeah. or anything. It can't happen a lot. No. Yeah. So can anybody name this? The starting quarterback that has the most wins – at Paul Brown Stadium since it reopened in 1999. Vinny Testaverde. No. It is Damn it. No sorry. Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, shit. So of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, oh I thought, oh, just. <laughs> That's how bad they've been I for so tricked. long. 20 years. Tricked. Hey, Bag Milk. What's up? The NFL's back, hey? <laughs> I was looking at Twitter just now. Good times. Yeah. Oh, so you geez. two are just going to shut. So, Jay, how's your fantasy team? Uh, nobody wants to hear. I'm, goals, in, uh, <laughs> I'm in trouble. I need a big performance from Martin Jones today. Or oh. Marvin Jones or something Jones. I am the opposite of in trouble. I'm basically pretty much sitting on a win right now. So, anyways. But you did bet this weekend, too, and you went two and three. Yeah, I bet I won two of my three bets. Do you have weekend. anything going on tonight? Uh, haven't, uh, I haven't. I, I collaborate with a partner. 
we hum and haw and uh, then place a bet. Why don't we do like a Monday night football bet thing between the four of us where we just like, we just have to pick a game. We just like, so there's, always, there's usually only one game, but on the opening weekend, there's two games. So there's two games tonight for us to choose from. I'll give you the line. You simply say what team you want to win. And Can I simply join you in a Windicate and put in and piggyback whatever bets you're doing? Like when we go to the blackjack table and I just put my money behind you and you play? Well, yeah. You know what might be fun, though, is actually if we do track like Wanye selections to see. Yeah, totally. Because like, trust me, yeah. I think I think in betting, the less you know, the better. Well, then I, I should be world God. champion because I also could give 25 shits about anything that happens <laughs> like, in Well, this, this will be a segue when we start talking about betting on hockey. Yeah. And we cannot talk about betting on Oilers because obviously you're going to bet on the Oilers Always. every time. I don't. Here's a little thing. I, have a, I don't even really like sports. Like I don't really care. All I like is the Oilers. And if you get traded from the Oilers, I don't like you anymore. And I know Unless you're Brandon ev- Davidson. Mm. And I know everything about the Oilers. Whoa, whoa, oh, spicy. Hard. Oilers number one, man. I don't like Jordan Everly anymore. Oh, well, okay, I only have enough. enough room in the sports part of my brain for the Oilers, and I, know, I like to think I know a lot about them. And I live and die with every game. But other than that, I don't care. So, do you think if you bet on an NFL game, you actually put some money on the one tonight? Either. Would you? Well, it's, well, you would bet on if we went and watched the Oilers, you'd bet on them. Like if we went and traveled, we'd bet on them just to make it. Yeah, but like I, I could tell you, I've never played sports select to my knowledge. Oh yeah, I enough. haven't set foot in a casino in years. Yeah, like, I don't enough. like. Yeah, I would bet. I've been to Vegas and betting. I've yeah. gambled, but yeah. I just the amount of money that I need to bet to get excited is way too high, and I don't trust myself to do it. When I was first turned eighteen, I would go to Palace Casino all the time. Do you remember we'd play sick, sick, sick bow? Yeah, sick bow. That those was were good, good days, man. And like those are the days where you'd roll, roll into the casino and I had maybe like $200 to my name and I'd play $80 and be like, good times. Mm-hmm. But like now, because I know how I'm wired, right? Like, you know, back in the day, I used to go back to the ATM oh, yeah. 800 times until, and I was like, you know what, man? This is trouble. Like, I got responsibilities now, not children or a wife or like what normal people have, you know, but like responsibilities to, mm-hmm. you know, my cat website and the like. And if I blow through all that dough and my guy in Iraq can't get paid, who's my contractor, true story. I just don't trust myself. I went to the casino on Saturday. How'd you do? Not good. Yeah. What were you playing? Blackjack. Mm. Yeah. See, it I love just... going to the casino with you, and then you would go and play, and then I would stand over your shoulder and drink and piggyback bets. I had a, I had a great time. Yeah. Um, I didn't do that bad. I did walk away, like, probably down a couple brown ones, but uh, <laughs> but we just finished a golf tournament that I won. So. Yeah, fair enough. I had some extra, yeah, some walking extra, around money. Extra walking around money, yeah. exactly. Some beer money and a trophy. If I ever, if you ever hear me be like, "Yeah, man, I wasn't really into gambling," then I got back into it. I need you to stage an intervention <laughs> because I do not have <laughs> the right wiring to be able to like half-ass gamble. I'd be like, yeah. "I'm just going to keep going back to the ATM until I have nothing," and then if that happens, I'll have to go on that other credit card. I don't touch much. So I guess we can make some predictions because this I think would be good because like Chalmers and I are gonna like gonna be betting throughout the year and and, and we'll talk about we'll we'll steer towards hockey when it's relevant. Yes. But because it also creates some kind of, you know, controversy and like, you know, some beef, if you will, if we passionately believe or on opposite sides of, a, of an outcome. But if you're going to look at tonight, what are you taking, Chalmers? I'm looking and I don't, fuck. I don't, I, yeah, see, so the, the Detroit thing. Lions so, are favored by seven. Full disclosure, I play fantasy football, but I partner up with someone else because he does all the research and I do all the chirping. So my knowledge isn't that good. So I'm kind of just like... Oh, well, you know, I have a good feeling about the Jets today with nothing really concrete behind it. So I'm taking the Jets straight up. The Fuck Jets the straight up? The Jets straight up. Wow. Uh, yeah, I was going to take the Jets plus the seven to cover the seven. So basically they have to not lose by seven points. Does that make yeah. sense? No, Matty totally. Stafford has let me down far too many times. I do Drew like Stafford's that. You get good. You get, yes. 
Actually, cousin. You get plus 270 for a Jet straight-up win, which yeah. means if you bet 10 bucks, you win 27 Does that make sense, the math on that? Yeah, if you bet 10 bucks, you win 27 Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's good back. value. That's, like, really good value. Yeah, I'm probably wrong, but whatever. Okay, so let's make our picks. You're taking Jets straight up. I'm going to take Jets plus 7. Yeah. And then in the Rams-Raiders, the Raiders, uh, the Rams are favored by 6.5, and, and they are playing in Oakland, which is actually in... Are they still playing in Oakland? Yeah, still playing in Oakland for one more year, and then they moved to Vegas. Yeah, They'll yeah. become the Oakland Golden Football Knights. Okay, I'm taking minus six and a half in the Rams. Yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Rams. I'm gonna go ahead and put it all on red one. Yeah, yeah, good one. Good. What's the thing? When we used to play sick bow, I had a tough time of betting small. You always had a bet. I have a tough time under overs, all that shit. I'm always well because betting the odds were not great. Like you, yeah, yeah. in order to make any type of money, you had to bet a lot. Yeah. yeah. So whatever. We talked a little bit about football betting, but yeah. we're gonna get a little bit more animated. I think collectively as a team, when hockey comes on, we can do some uh, some better stuff because that's what we actually really care about. I just think betting on hockey is oh, going love... to get me a lot more into yeah. it this season, and I think that's what I'm gonna do. I think you should. I'm going to. I think it's a good play. Yeah. I like where we're headed. So we'll get some uh, round-the-table discussion going when the season kicks off. Obviously, betting Oilers to beat New Jersey and Sweden, I don't give a fuck <laughs> what pundits say. Yeah. That was my first fuck of the podcast, actually. Good for me. Attaboy. Attaboy. I said an F word earlier. I was mad about something earlier. Excellent. That's all right. Well, no, but if I'm, if I'm pointing it out, you can't count those two. It's not fair. That's true. <laughs> let's, uh, let's wrap it up this week with best and the worst, boys. For me, I'll lead. The best of the week, I'll tell you what, was Connor McDavid's fashion shoots at Media Availability in Ooh, Chicago. Yeah. He is looking like a snack. Hot fire. Mm. Hot fire. You see him, Charles? Uh, no. His long, what? wavy hair and his $100 million man suit. How dare watch. you? I don't, where, I, I don't think Chalmers likes it? Connor McDavid. I don't even know. Yeah, I, I don't do know. like Connor McDavid. The internet, Instagram. See, this is it. I'm not going to feel bad about not knowing football or how to work a hammer. You shouldn't. You don't even know what Connor's new hair looks like. And what well, going... I did see the one picture where they showed a picture of him in his helmet, but then they zoomed in on the little tuft coming out the, the back. That is us. Flowing. That Oilers Nation Oh, is that you guys? Us. See, it was Flowing. nice. Yeah, no, I mean, I like that one. What's the other one? Let me, let me just, what do Look I say? Look at my Instagram. I said that one second photo, at Wanya Gretz on Instagram. I am going to just do Connor fashion picks this Speaking year. Speaking of that, you should tell everybody to follow at Nation Real Life. Some, we never have said it. That's at a good point. Nation Real Life, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. And we're on Facebook. And we're on Facebook. We're Get on all. all the yeah, all the channels. Get them all in you. Get them yep. all in you. Yeah, musically coming soon. I'm also going to go ahead and say that Lauren, Kyle yeah. will be in town this year more than ever because of how good Connor's looking. Oh, she's wow. going to keep an eye on her boy. She's either got to be the most confident person in the world, or she's installed a nanny cam inside the McTuft, <laughs> and she can watch a real time. I'm guessing of how nanny cam because, like you said, Wanye, he is looking like a snack this year. But I think everywhere Connor goes. There's a whirlwind of humanity trying to talk to him at all times. I don't think it really matters where Connor is. He's got as much pressure here as anywhere else. I bet Lauren's here all season. I bet you she's in this room right now. Probably is. Getting an Mission apartment. Mission Impossible mask reveal. Mm-hmm. Bag milk, best of the week. Well, it's hard to uh, follow up on Connor McDavid's gorgeous physique and attire and wonderful hair and beard. He's cleaning up rocking. nice. Yeah, he's cleaning up real nice. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, my best of the week is my boy Nuge, who is also rocking the mid-season flow. Mm. McNuge hair is on point to start the season. They are both going to have their locks flowing out the back of their lids mm-hmm. all season long, mm. and it's going to tear the league up. 
Can take the league by storm. Jay, best of the week? My best of the week is I'm just happy the boys are coming back to town. It's a fall crisp. You're seeing there. them in Oilers duds playing in Rogers Arena. You got the rookie team playing the Flames. You know, it's just we're getting closer. If we're not inching now, we're making terrific strides. I'm always real antsy for hockey to come back at this time of year. It seems to me the rookie game always catches me right in the heat of my excitement. And then I can check out in November and, uh, you know, wait for next year's rookie game. Chalmers? You know it hit me, before you go to Chalmers, it hit me that uh, the seasons are around it, around the corner, I should say, because I'm writing a GDB tomorrow for the rookie game. Glorious. And it's just like, the boys are back. It's GDB time. GDB time. Let's baby. get it in you. Yeah. And that's awesome. Uh, my best is the three sentences I'm about to read of a story that I read about Nicki Minaj and Cardi B getting in a fight <laughs> at a fashion uh, gala. Yeah, at where, uh, the New York Fashion Week? I yeah, mean, I don't know. Where the sentences read, Cardi B approached the table yelling at Nicki Minaj and then threw her shoe, missing. Cardi B was then escorted out <laughs> with her wig missing, her dress torn in the back, uh, and only one shoe. Hell yeah. What is wrong with these people? That is records. how you beef sells records. That is how you get the attention of all the kids. It was on World Star all weekend. All weekend. Does anybody know what it's about? Uh, it's about a lot of things. They were on a song together, I believe you'll find, called Motorsport. And I think that Cardi B is tired of the fact, finally, that every time Nicki Minaj is asked about Cardi B, she never says nothing nice about her, and we have had it. Did you guys talk about the Kanye Drake uh, beef right now? What the new things coming out are that people are like reverse engineering. Yeah, yeah, album. we talked about that last week. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. I needed you here, man. Everybody's know, looking sorry. at me like you were. T- what, I, so, do you think it's true? Of course. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I yeah. can't help but say it is. Of course, it is, man. He's Drizzy Drake. He's getting all the girls. <laughs> He's getting all the. Smoke. I also got to say that the Kanye little pump song sucks. It does not. Terrible. It's a wicked beat. The lyrics are brutal. Yeah, the beat's great. Yeah, but like I can't get past the lyrics. But Kanye's thing right now of what he's doing is he's ruining good beats for no reason. You read about this? Remember that gibberish song he put out where you just yeah whoopity scoop scoopity doop that was supposed to be a Drake song, and he put it out on his own to ruin it. My kids love movie. that track. Yeah, because it is th- a fire beat, pu- and I love the suits they're wearing in that little pump video. Oh, the suits are great. <laughs> That's beat is great. Song is terrible. Damn. One more question. Did you guys talk about the Eminem album? Yeah. Yeah. See, we I really need missed a good one too. last yeah. year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Last week. I mean, we needed you. All right. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Worst of the week. I'll tell you what. I'm pretty chapped about Bag Milk. Where is the Darnell Nurse contract? That's I mine. Saw him That's at that is mine stick. as well. I saw him at breakfast on it's mine Sunday. mine too. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, shit. Oh, What's happening with this? <laughs> right as we were recording this podcast, boys, Bob McKenzie says on the Bobcast over at TSN, which you should all listen to if you're a fan of hockey because Bob McKenzie is the best. I don't listen to podcasts. By all accounts, Nurse's contract negotiations are not going well at all. We'll just have to wait and see on how that goes. <sighs> Normally, I don't really take the insider's word as much more than, you know, fodder. One time, will. Oilers Nation said Sam Gagne was going to be captain of the Oilers. What, <laughs> Jabroni would say okay, that? Okay, okay, yeah. But when Bob McKenzie says something, I yeah, kind of pay attention a little bit more than other people. It's attached to it. We need to get Daryl signed before the old season starts. Uh, yeah, like, I'm, I like Darnell Nurse. But if this goes any longer, Trade him. he's going to make me resent him. For the reason being, 
I, we know where the Oilers are roughly on what, on what they want to offer him, and he's obviously trying to chase more, even though his comparables aren't even close. To what, are, what, what are the Oilers offering him? They're right around they're, they're three million plus. Like they're above three. And million. And what was his last deal? Two years, seven million. Wait, well, no, his entry level contract. He just finished his entry. Oh, 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 oh. So he probably wants three and a half, three point eight. And if you look at direct comparisons, nothing even lines up with that. So this is a function of getting a little greedy. And granted, we can't do the long-term deal. Let me take some notes here. So you think that he wants three and a half million? Three, yeah, three Give and a half. Two years? Or higher, yeah. Two years? Well, we have to bridge him because until Sekera is on the IR, we don't have any Yeah, the Ferris Peninsula opens very soon, I've heard. Yes, yes. And you, what do you think the Oilers are offering him? Three, 3.1, I bet. And he wants 3.5. That's my guess. Yeah, I, I would say it's a fairly good guess. Darren Dreger, I wrote an article about it, was on Dusty Nielsen show last week, and he said the Oilers are holding firm at three. Yeah, so there you go. So... And you're saying that three puts him in the category of I defenseman think, he should be. Going apples to apples, yes. What I would say 100%. is he hasn't proved anything exactly. to earn more than and, that. And that's why I actually really like a, a bridge deal, because that's fair to the player and fair to the team. What, what Gives him a little a chip on his shoulder. Because so right now he can sign an eight-year deal for tons of money, like, like say, like Connor or Leon did, right? Oh, but, I see. So, like so they maybe bridge him for two years, so yeah, then he okay. can go chase more money. All right, all or right, we yeah. sign him to like a six-year deal for he's trying to get $5 million, which... If you look at Noah Hannafin, who I th- you can argue, well, no, you can argue, is a better defenseman yeah. than Darnell Nurse, who just signed for under $5 million a year. Yep. Um, I don't think you can he, can, he can, he warrants that money at this point. So, to your bridge, give the player a chance to prove everyone wrong and get that money. Because I'm all about guys getting paid if they earn it. And just sign the fucking deal. Yeah, there, I think that, that warrants it. I don't give a shit. No, I agree. Because I think that if I'm Daryl, I take this two-year bridge. Yeah. I keep that in my pocket. Yeah. Have a little chip on my shoulder. Yeah. And in 24 months from now, when I or when I'm negotiating a new yeah. deal, I throw that right back in their face. Yeah. Let's not. Swallow. And then they say to you, "Hmm, we're going to send you to a PTO because we're not yeah. quite sure who you are yet." Like if we had yes. all the castaways <laughs> in the world, sure. Yeah. Maybe maybe of, uh, maybe you do a slight overpay, but we're like we're running tight. Super tight. And they they just did another PTO today. Again, as we're podcasting, Oilers brought in Alex Chiesa on, on a PTO. Oh, I don't mind that. So they need money for that, though, if he makes the team. Yeah, I don't mind that. I have never heard of that person. Ha uh, Davis? <laughs> Stanley Cup winner, Chalmers. I did look at yeah, Alex Davis. That guy's changed He's the pronunciation good. of his name like 15 times since you joined the league. It used to be Alex Chason. Now it's Alex Chason. They went Steve back Chason's to Chason's kid? Yeah, maybe there's some separation. I have no idea. I don't mind that. I don't mind that as a PTO. Sixty-one Boys. games for the Caps last year. Oh, another Caps defenseman. Uh, he's a forward. Oh, yeah, forward. Yep, right-handed forward. That's right. We're gonna go get all the Colin Frazier's. That's, that's right. He won a Load cup of Chicago. That's right. Exactly. Boys, let's end with this. Half a million dollars, Darnell Nurse. Thirteen twenty-five, Rogers beer. There, are, you're talking thirty-seven thousand seven hundred and thirty-five beers difference. Yeah, that's a good period at Rogers Place. <laughs> Let's get our guys signed. Let's meet their terms. Let's put Sakara uh-huh. on the emergency reserve, blew his knee out fund, and let's get on with our lives. Yeah, it's because we only have four million cap space. We need like we we need we need a little bit of cushion. It's just annoying because Peter Shirelli is grinding a dude that they drafted and developed. But I know, it's he tough. also paid a guy like Miko Koskinen $2.5 million. When yeah, he was four so, fucking and, and, NHL and that was an absolute perfect. one. We'll find out if that's a mistake or yes, not. Yes, it was. I'll, I'll tell you preemptively. Godly sum of money. <laughs> just meet in the middle and let's go. Like, let's not dig in. Like, he wants 3.5, 3. Let's just meet right in the middle and just call it and just move on. 
And then if Sakara is actually hurt for the whole season and we have this full cushion, let's make a freaking freaking cool move at the deadline because we have some cap space at that time. And let's start. Let's get back to the playoffs and start like get the contract. I think what you're saying is let's get to work. Yeah, exactly. Like and and like I said, Nurse is here. He's skating with the guys. I love the guy. He was at Leon's yesterday. Yeah, let's just get this shit over with. Went to a movie with his girlfriend. We all know where it's gonna land. I saw him yesterday. We all know where it's gonna land. are you just tracking everybody? If you look at the top of this page is what I wanted to talk about today. Well, I know, and I follow and you on Twitter. It, uh, and none of it came up. <laughs> and I follow you on Twitter. I You're got just some amazing stories to tell you. Stalking the Oilers left, let's, right, and center. Let's let's leave that for next week, yeah. boys. It's been a good good stretch here. Dan, we're we're done, aren't we? You get that thing where you do like, like a helicopter with your finger to mean wrap it up? It's the shut up boys. All right. Finger that's up. it for another week. Real life podcast. Cool. Bye. Full range of parts to keep your equipment running smoothly. Chapman Machinery Group is a family-operated and Alberta-grown business. Here to help build a bigger and better Western Canada. Give us a call or visit us at chapamachinery.com. Chapman Machinery Group. Join the family. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.